0: Welcome to the Secret to My Success show. Our guests will inspire, educate, and motivate our listeners who own a business or dream about being a business owner. Today's guests will share their stories and the secrets to their success. They have valuable insight with what they went through to start and grow their business. They will share the good, the bad, and the ugly. I promise it will be fun and valuable. Later in the show, former Major League Baseball player Luis Aliseo will be here talking to former celebrities and athletes about their transition from fame to being hands-on business owners. My name is Alan Bornstein. And I'm George Cruz. I'm kind of like the
1: sidekick, but I'm better looking, younger, and funnier than Alan. Anyways, Alan and I will be with you throughout today's show, getting insightful information. We believe you can learn from the successes and failures of today's guests. Each has unique and insightful experiences. This is the MBA program for those that graduated from the School of Hard Work and want to excel as business owners.
0: Good morning, welcome to Secret to My Success. I am here with George. George, say something nice. Something awful. Okay, that's what he needs to do this morning. I'm good for that. Welcome here, we also have Dawn. Dawn, say hello. Hello. Don is our lovely production person who's actually doing a phenomenal job for us. So thanks for being here, Don.
2: Thank you, Alan. I'm happy to be here.
0: So, Don, we have a great guest. His name is Tom Madden. He's the CEO of Trans Media Group. And if he says something that you like or dislike, I want to hear your comments as well.
2: Okay, I can do that.
0: Tom, welcome to the show. My pleasure. Happy to join you. So, Tom, I I understand before we spoke that you're actually a Red Sox fan. Is that true? (laughs)
3: uh not not necessarily no i'm not
0: you're not are you a yankees fan
3: i uh, i'm very angry at the red Sox. they beat us uh new york a couple of times and dropped us of the of the pennant so anyway
0: so so i have to assume you're not a mets fan that you're a yankees fan
3: yeah that's
2: right i like them already
0: uh that's a problem you know what they say if you're not from the bronx and you're rooting for the yankees it's like going to the casino and rooting for the dealer (laughs) <laughs> so, so you're from New York, but you're actually not from the Bronx.
3: No, actually, I I was uh, raised in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Uh, you know, the playground of the world, and uh, and I was a lifeguard there, and I went to high school there, and so I had to work my way to New York. But first, I had to go to Philadelphia, and I had to work for the Philadelphia Inquirer for a while. I was a reporter there. And then from there, I went to Manhattan, and I got into the PR business, and uh, then I got hired by the networks, and I zoomed to the top of network television. I was number two guy at NBC, and I left there, and I started Transmedia Group in Manhattan. First client, AT&T. Wow. The, Bob Bell, the biggest company in the world, and uh, I was very proud to represent them. And I also represented the city of New York. I, it was one of my clients.
0: So let's go back to AT&T. I used to have uh, family friends that owned AT&T, and it was American Tasty Times, and it was a little breakfast place in Hartford, and they used to do deliveries, <laughs> and they were forced by AT&T to change their name because it conflicted with AT&T. So all right. let's yeah, bring this right. back to small business because that's our goal. We try and help small, medium-sized business. What information? Well, AT and T uh, actually
3: much smaller business. Uh, you know, it's still a giant, but it was uh, behemoth uh, when I represented. Then they had a uh, give up all their operating companies. And everything.
0: Uh, so let's go so back. To... help them. To... Yeah. Go ahead. So let's go back to small companies, people that are just starting. Small companies. That... Yes.
3: Small company. I love small companies. I've helped so many companies get launched and started and. Uh, and some of them have gone on to become the owners that become literally billionaires. It's unbelievable to see a company start from nowhere in, in somebody's back, in, in somebody's garage. And then uh, a few years later, they're selling it for a, a millions and millions of dollars. And they've already become a billionaire. And hey, that's uh, one of my friends, Carl DeSantis. I don't know whether you know that name, but. He had Rexall Sundown and uh, we promoted them when they were just a very small company. And by the time he sold it, it was doing about 900 million in sales and he sold it for 1.6 billion. He credits publicity, publicity, not advertising, publicity. We made some of his products, the most famous, well-known, hottest products in New York. Uh, You know, when they were introduced and and all the drugstores in New York and everything, we, you know, we we did campaigns and rollouts and
0: TV. Tom, you you name it. So, Tom, tell me. PR 101. What's the basic advice that you would have for somebody getting started? And I know it's a generic question because everybody's different and there's different strategies. But give me some generic PR 101 to help people that are either in business or thinking about being in business.
3: Well, here, here's what I, here's how I, uh, interview and what I look for in new clients. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want ordinary clients anymore. I, I want clients who are onto something that is unique, that is different, that is a solution to a problem like none other. Uh, you know, y- yesterday I, 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 got as a new client a a pill that helps you go to sleep at night. But it is unbelievable. There's research behind it. If you pop this pill and you go to sleep, you wake up the next day full of vigor, rested, ready to take on the world. And, you know, and uh, we we have a couple of you know, really Huckabee. You know Huckabee, governor of Arkansas. We got him talking about it on television right now. You'll see some of those commercials, and he he just takes the product. He loves the product, and he wants more people to take it. And that's what you want in a business. You gotta find that edge, that hook, that that differentiates you, that makes you stand out. And then then I have something I could put as news. Yeah, if it does it meets all those conditions
1: and Tom going off of that you're talking about this hook this, this spark that pushes that helps solve a problem so what was your spark what was the moment for you that said alright I'm going to take this idea I'm going to take everything that I've learned and now I'm going to start my own business what was that spark for you
3: well, the, the spark for me was uh, I, I learned very
1: early on
3: how to express myself. I mean, writing has become like a, a, a lost art today. I, I know a lot of young people, they come to us, you know, and we have an internship program and so forth. Yeah, they have skills that were un, unheard of in my day, and yet it's like they're starting on the 50-yard line. They didn't start from where I started, you know, yard one. I mean, I had to get—I had a fight to get to that fifty-yard line. They don't. They started at the fifty-yard line, but they—they have not had the experience of having to get there, and that's where you learn. You learn from your mistakes. You learn from your stumbles. You have to plow under that line. You have to—you fumble and you have to recover. And you go through that, and by the time you get to that 50-yard line, you're ready to go for a touchdown. So, you know, that's how I look at it. And uh, I wish people could spend more time learning how to express themselves. You know how many press releases I have to change? Because the, bo- the headline is boring. You know, uh, I've got to find a way to hook interest. That's what all businesses have to do today. They have to find that hook. And it's got to be done with at the very beginning when you are expressing yourself about your business to your customers. What is it that's going to attract their attention, going to grab their interest? And that's where the skill of writing comes in. And in. And I, in fact, I just wrote a book uh, called The Word Shine, Man. It's coming out in January. And it's all about how to make your writing shine so much to the point that it's attractive that it draws people in, gives them a look. You know, you got that headline. If that headline doesn't get them into reading the first paragraph, you did
4: it. True, so true. I've, where, I've stumbled
3: across I'm, I'm advocating, and that's, where I, that's the sermon I give to a lot of startups.
0: <laughs> Tom, so you're a new business owner. You're just starting out, and the one thing we find is that a lot of people are doing this on a shoestring budget. They're trying to work between their full-time job, their part-time job, and start their business and feed the family and pay the rent and do all that stuff. How does somebody like that get your knowledge and some of your services if they actually had a game-changing idea?
3: Well, first of all, they have to sell me. I'll take a client on for a very low fee if I think that client is going to be big someday. And I've done that. I've taken clients at very minimal fees. If I thought that I could, with the right kind of uh, publicity and messaging and, uh, and, and, and things that I could do and get them out into the media world, uh, if, I think, if they have what it takes, if they really have a product, a service that's newsworthy, I want that client because I can build that into a major business. So it doesn't need a lot of money to get started. But he has to have that, he has to grab that interest of the communicator, me. He gets my interest and he's made.
0: How would they reach you?
3: <laughs> well, I, you know, Transmedia Group, I'm in Boca Raton, downtown Boca. You know, I'm right in the center of things, across from the city hall there. I own a building there. Do you have and, a phone number? Yeah, five six one seven five zero ninety eight hundred. 750 9800.
0: How about a website?
3: Transmediagroup.com, transmediagroup.com, and uh, I give a lot of tips away on that website, so it, it could be a very learning experience just visiting the website.
0: Tom, you've offered some valuable information. I'm sure there's a whole lot more we could touch on with another conversation, but we're a little limited for time, we want to thank you for being here. Is there any last bit of advice that you'd like to give to anybody starting out on their own with a new business?
3: Be sure that you read WordShine, man. That's the best book you'll ever read in terms of learning how to express yourself.
0: And it's not just the best book because you wrote it.
3: Well, that's that's just a part of it. (laughs) I, I had to live that book before I wrote it. And it's full of life, and it's full of insights that takes years to learn. You could learn them in just a few pages.
0: Can they get it right from your website, or do they have to go on Amazon? How do they uh, get yeah, it? Yeah,
3: you go to Amazon, or it's going to be in select bookstores around the country. But
0: uh, the easiest way to do it is just uh, look for it on Amazon
3: starting in January.
0: Well, once again, thanks for being here. We absolutely appreciate it. We're looking forward to hearing more from you, and uh, thanks for being on the show with us.
5: call apple insurance at 888 my blue eight today to speak to a licensed agent about your medicare advantage options that's 888 my blue eight apple insurance and florida blue call 888 my blue eight today florida
4: blue is an independent license of the blue cross and blue shield association workgroup payroll we love small business from one part-time employee to 300 we want to be your payroll partner if you have questions about employment taxes PPP forgiveness or employee retention credits we can help your business can be getting up to $5,000 per employee for 2020 and $7,000 per employee per quarter for 2021. Let's talk about how that works for your business. Call 561-953-2007. Would you rather get better service and pay less or less service and pay far more? It really will take less than 10 minutes to save over 20% switching to workgroup payroll. We make switching easy. Get the service you deserve, the price you like. If you are using a large national payroll, service. We want to help you. Call 561-953-2007.
0: Good morning. Secret to my success, my name's Alan. I'm here with George. George? Hello, everyone. Good morning. He sounds like he wants to sing this early. I know.
1: I'm going to serenade this whole, whole
0: show. Really? Yeah, you're gonna serenade Dawn, not me, right?
1: No,
2: the audience.
0: Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, uh. Good morning, Dawn. Good morning. Thanks for being with
2: us. I'm happy to be here.
0: Dawn is our amazing production crew. She is awesome. Thank you, Dawn. Thank you, Dawn. Thank Thank you, Dawn. You, Dawn. <laughs> with us today, we actually have Adrian Toby. He's the CEO of Groundhog Inc. Adrian, say hello.
6: Hi. Pleasure to be here.
0: We're glad you're here. So, got to ask you a question. From Toronto, what baseball football team? What are you following?
6: Uh, well, typically, if you're from Toronto, you gotta you gotta be a Blue Jays, and you gotta be uh, you gotta be a Blue Jays fan, and you gotta follow the Raptors. And we're all Raptors fans here because you know we won the championship in 2019, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> Ooh,
0: nice. Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, we're not going to talk Blue Jays baseball only because I'm a Red Sox fan. We're going to continue <laughs> with Groundhog. Groundhog Inc., when did you start it?
6: 2018. So uh, just in the second half of 2018, right out of uh, flunking out of university.
0: Flunking out of the university. Unfortunately, too many of us have done that. So where were you going to school, and what were you doing in school? Or what should you have been doing well, in we, we,
6: <laughs> we, we were keeping it in Toronto, University of Toronto, and I was going there for computer science. And uh, I'd been going there for three years, and I started to get into digital marketing in the world of B2B sales. And I started working on sort of like my first software product. So it was really, really small scale, very, very low numbers, uh, and very, very, very niche market. But I spent more time working on that software in the library when I really should have been – Studying for my math courses, which didn't end well at the end of the semester when I went for my midterms. Uh, and I say flunked out. I dropped out, but only after I flunked like my first course ever in the history of my entire educational career. And I was doing it part time. And I'm looking at the math and seeing, which is ironic enough. I'm looking. I'm doing the math to see how far into the future I would have to be staying. In university, doing night school, doing night courses, and it would have taken me like another seven to nine years the pace that I was going to graduate. And I'm just like I'm not I'm not investing that much time when I have this product and people are buying it. I know that we can probably make it work if we went out on our own, uh, and that's what I did.
1: Adrian, George here, decorated C student. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: I wanted to ask you so. You dropped out, flunked out, um, whatever the official term it is for the university. Uh, You took on different opportunities. What did your family have to think about this? Your friends? My
6: my family is uh, and always has been incredibly entrepreneurial. Uh, So my dad owns a digital marketing agency. And while I was going to university, I I was actually working there during the day and that's kind of where I got into the whole digital marketing uh, and B2B sales career path. And he used to be a jazz musician, and then uh, that kind of went down downhill at the later part of 2001 after his recording contract fell through because of the Twin Towers, and then he moved into the digital marketing world where all musicians seem to end up eventually in, in <laughs> digital marketing. <Right>. And which... <laughs> I know like 17 musicians, former musicians who are all now digital marketers. <laughs> so they all end up there eventually. And, uh, so he went down that road to, to like just being an entrepreneur. And I grew up, uh, while he was doing that transition. So my family has always just been self-employed business people putting, putting bread on the table in any way, shape or form that you can. Uh, so when I eventually is like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna go down the business road, and you know, university's not for me. I, I I don't feel like I need to finish it in order to make my way in this world. They were like, okay, <laughs> that's fine.
0: Adrian, it's, uh, it's kind of amazing. Other
6: people, it's other kind people of people weren't necessarily as convinced.
0: Adrian, it's kind of amazing how times have changed. I went to school for computer science, and we were learning Pascal, Fortran. COBOL, which nobody has anything ever to do with. And it's funny, I wanted to learn about computer science because I thought I was going to sell computers and nobody had the fortitude to tell me, listen, you dummy, you don't have to program to sell a computer. But anyway, let's get back to you. And the one thing that's interesting about sales, they say that it actually takes almost five contacts before you are going to increase your percentage to close a deal. We believe here that No matter how great you are, no matter what you do, if you do not figure out a way to get customers to buy it, you really have nothing. So let's bring this back to Groundhog. So if the formula is that you have to make five connections before you can sell something, how does your Groundhog software manage that?
6: Well, if you're operating by that formula formula alone, uh, it's all about automation and basically being able to remove yourself from creating those points of contact. So with marketing automation, which we talked about a couple times, you can set up something like an email sequence or maybe like a text messaging SMS sequence that just sends out little reminders, little notes to the person's inbox or to their cell phone, saying, hey listen, we we had a great conversation or we met in store or "or possibly at a conference or you filled out this form on our website uh, and we'd love to have a conversation with you. You can book a meeting here and send them to maybe like an online booking form, which a lot of people do now. And create that personal connection, and then after that, you can send out a couple more reminders. Hey, listen, just following up. I thought we had a great call. You know, if you have any further questions, you can just reply to this email and reach me personally. I'd love to be able to continue the conversation. Uh, and you just set up these things where you personally, you as the business owner or you as the sales rep, aren't actually taking the time out of your day to send those messages. A uh, system is sending those messages on your behalf, but a lot of times, you know, the, the, the receiver, the recipient, doesn't necessarily know that, uh, or at least it's not immediately obvious, so they're thinking, oh, you know, this person took the time out of their data to send me, maybe I should follow up with them, and that's part of creating that constant communication and that string of action points or that, that string of communications that you mentioned. Uh, another big factor, I think, though, besides just having five points of communication is trust, and there's lots of ways that businesses can build trust with a potential buyer. You can do that through reviews, through your YouTube channel, through social media, through points of communication and, uh, and that. But I think breaking it down to just those five times is doing it a little bit of a disservice. It's all about building trust, and there's a whole range of – there's a whole bubble of methodologies and systems and tools that you can use to build that trust factor.
0: I'm not saying that it's at five. I'm saying that it takes at least five. And the problem is most people through the process stop at two, maybe three. And if five is the number where you increase your closing percentages so much farther and faster, I think a lot of people have a tough time managing the process to get to five. So is your software well, cloud-based? Yeah, if you're doing it
6: all manually, then absolutely, right? If you're, doing, if you're doing it by yourself manually and you're doing that for 30, 40, 50 people, right, you're going to get overwhelmed, right? That's why, it's why having some kind of like CRM or marketing automation system is essential so that you you are only ever responsible for like at most one and then a system is it, taking care of the other four.
0: Is your system cloud-based?
6: Uh, so our system is based on a WordPress plugin. WordPress is the leading CMS, content management system, for over 30% of the web now. Uh, so most small businesses have either a WordPress site or maybe some other CMS, and Groundhog just gets installed right locally on that person's WordPress website. Uh, website where they have probably like their e-commerce store set up, or they have all their content, or they have maybe their booking form for their website. Uh, and the nice thing is that since Groundhog gets installed on the same platform as all of those other things that they have, uh, it integrates with all of those other things that they have. So Groundhog then is able to bridge the gap between, all right, I need to pull contacts out of your CRM system, out of your booking system, out of your content management system, out of your uh, LMS, like your learning management system, if they have like some sort of course structure going on, or out of your community system. Uh, that's a very, very popular use case now. So it gets installed locally on that, and it's able to bridge the gap between all those things. So you can send emails to your members. You can send emails to your customers, and it makes it just incredibly easy to do so. So it's both cloud-based and not at the same time because your WordPress website is hosted on the cloud. But we don't have, like, a centralized server. So that also means that customers own all of their data. So we only charge for a license. So the business model is that you, as the end customer, gets to retain all of the data if you miss a payment or if you decide to cancel your account, you get to still keep all of your data. We're not going to delete it. We don't have any claim over it. So it also makes it really easy if you're in an industry or part of the world where compliance is really important and where your data is hosted is really important. So a lot of businesses really like that.
0: Two quick questions. Would my web developer have to do this or would you install it at my website? And what is an entry level package for somebody just starting out?
6: It is completely self-service. It is incredibly easy to get started. Uh, the WordPress product, the WordPress CMS itself, is very easy to use. And you just install it. And we have a very, very nice guided setup to just guide you through the whole process if you're a complete novice to both WordPress, Groundhog, or marketing automation in general. So you know you do not need a developer, uh, and we we don't do the installation for you. But we do have a significant level of training uh, to go along with our products to make sure that even if you're like a novice level marketer, you have at least a few strategies that you can implement so you can create those five touch points that you mentioned so that you can create an opt-in form on your website so that you can integrate your e-commerce and send emails to your customers. Right? We provide all of that education for you so that you don't have to kind of feel around in the dark and try to figure it out yourself.
1: Well Adrian, thank you so much. That's all the time we have left for the show. We want to thank you for being on with us today at this ungodly hour on Saturday. But thank you so much again, um, and we will definitely be uh, looking out for that software. Don, uh, Alan, you guys want to say anything?
2: I'm good. That's a wrap, you guys. I think that was a lot of great questions. Adrian, where do we find you? Yes, exactly. Where do we find you?
6: So you can find us on at Groundhog uh, with two G's. So G R. O U N D H O G G dot I O. That's at the website. You can also find me personally on Twitter if you got questions at Adrian Toby, the O B E Y on Twitter.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again. We appreciate you being with us and giving some valuable information. I think this is the one opportunity for small business owners or people to go into business that they need help.
2: Right. To track everything and, and uh, help them reach out and build a base and, and keep it. And not feel overwhelmed by the pressures
1: of starting their own business. Right.
0: Having an idea without implementation becomes a problem. So it sounds like a service like yours is going to help them get that idea in the hands of their customers on a regular basis.
6: The money's in the list, right? I didn't come up with that saying. Someone else did, but it's been circulated around the marketing world for decades. Now, the money has and always will be in the list. Uh, you don't need to be the world's brightest marketer or the world's brightest salesperson, but if you have a list, you're going to do okay. Well,
0: thank you Great so advice. Much. Thank you so much.
4: Your workers' comp specialist. No money down workers' comp. Pay for your coverage as you use it. Non-compliant workers' comp fines from the state of Florida start at $1,000 when you get caught. They will find you. When you have questions and need help, wgp insurance services will answer your call getting the right coverage can save you thousands of dollars a year call 561-953-2007
5: when it comes to health coverage you want solid value from a trustworthy company you can rely on florida blue offers medicare advantage plans that can help you get more out of your health coverage and don't you want more Call Apple Insurance at 888-MY-BLUE-8 today to speak to a licensed agent about your Medicare Advantage options. That's 888-MY-BLUE-8. Apple Insurance and Florida Blue. Call 888-MY-BLUE-8 today.
4: Florida Blue is an independent license of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association.
0: We have a very special guest with us, Richard Rosenberg from Franklin and Rosenberg. Mr. Rosenberg, thanks for joining us.
7: Nice to to speak to you.
0: Thank you. So the theme is pretty simple. We always talk about small business owners or people that want to be in business. And the one thing that I hear from a bunch of accountants is the first year that a company starts in business, they hand them a shoebox full of receipts and a bunch of garbage and say, here, do my taxes tell me how much you love that
7: that's not the optimal way to do things um there's much better ways that um, people can do things
0: okay so let's take it a step backwards most people then figure out they want to start a business and then figure out what they should do so tell me your thoughts on incorporating uh, a dba versus uh, registering a small business and we'll stick to florida here because i'm sure that is where you're most intimate knowledge of starting a business is?
7: Yeah, here in Florida, there's a, there's a um, website, sunbiz.org, and that's um, run by Florida State. And the first thing I always tell clients is to choose a name. So you can go in there and you can search the database to make sure that the name's available. Once you do that, um, then you get your tax ID number, and then you can make an, an election to be an S-Corp. But to take it backwards, the first thing you should do really do is speak to an accountant, to figure out what type of corporation you should be, what type of entity you should be, because there's many different choices.
0: There's a lot of different tax ramifications of being a sub-S versus an LLC versus a partnership, correct?
7: Yes, they are, and and some people hear buzzwords like, I want to be an LLC, and they don't understand that's really a disregarded entity, meaning that it doesn't file as anything unless you make an election to be a corporation, If not, you file as a Schedule C on your 1040, or if there's two people in LLC, you file as a partnership. And people don't seem to understand that. So that's why it's important to speak to somebody.
0: So they have a saying, there's a reason why this guy knows what to do, so you don't have to. Would you agree with that?
7: Yes, that makes sense. Okay.
0: So small businesses, let's think about this. Anybody who's going out starting on their own, they speak to an accountant, they figure out whether it's gonna be a, how they're gonna set up their corporation, What's the best way for them to track their sales, their receivables?
7: Give me your thoughts. Well, the the first thing anybody who comes to me wants to start a business, I always tell them to get a bank account for their business and don't commingle that with personal. So, you know, some people are comfortable with debit cards. That's fine. I myself like a credit card. So if you have one account for a bank account with a business bank account and you have one business credit card, and then any time you want to transfer money to your personal, you just transfer from your business to your personal. Once, if you, ha- if you do that, then you could give an accountant the bank statement and the credit card and they could capture everything. And if you go over there monthly, they can ensure that there's no loans that were deposited in the bank and all the expenses going out was actually a business expense. So what is
0: the downside of people just willy-nilly moving payments from their business account to their personal account, paying personal bills with their business account? What could happen?
7: Well, first and foremost, I'm not a lawyer, but I've spoken to many lawyers who told me that could pierce the corporate veil. So the protection that a corporation gives you might not be the same once you start doing that. But once again, I'm not a lawyer.
2: Okay. So how about um, software? Uh, When you were talking about to get started, and people hand you something, hand you a box of receipts in a shoebox. Is there a, a software that you would recommend that people say use, whether it be, you know, QuickBooks or that kind of stuff? What's one that you would recommend or prefer for people to use?
7: I, I use QuickBooks, and they seem to have a pretty big monopoly on the small business accounting um, world, but. Yeah, that, that works well. As long as they use something that you could reconcile a bank account, because once you reconcile the bank account, you know, you captured everything. So there's, there's other software out there, but QuickBooks seems to be the, the most preferred one right now.
0: Do you prefer QuickBooks Online versus the desktop version?
7: For me, I like the desktop because I have more control over it, but I understand the way the world is moving and technology. And QuickBooks Online, a client could see their profit and loss, you know, at any point. They could be on the road and see that. And a lot of clients use QuickBooks to generate invoices. I, myself, don't do that, so I don't have as much experience in that. But I see the the viability in that.
0: We had a guest on a few shows back that was with a company called Biller Genie, and it tied into QuickBooks, and they used it for billing purposes, mostly making it a whole lot easier and faster for you to be able to collect your money. Businesses... Yep. Your thoughts on businesses being able to collect money? It seems like they, they like selling things, but going back and asking for money seems to be a bigger problem for them. Tell us your thoughts.
7: Well, that's the big thing. And you could do a job if you don't get paid, then you really didn't make any money. You didn't earn any money. So, none of us are in business to be a charity. And I know for myself, I, I do have um, sometimes my receivables get too large. And, you know, it's important to get paid for the work that you do.
0: Excellent. So what size businesses do you primarily represent? How small? How big? Tell me your sweet spot and where you think you offer the most value in helping companies.
7: I'm pretty open. I, most of my small businesses are, you know, one person subchapter S's ranging to some restaurants. Hold on um, one second.
0: Let's go back because a lot of people might not understand what subchapter S is. Can you please explain that?
7: Okay, so getting going, if we take the conversation back to which type of entity to um, incorporate as, uh, most small businesses ultimately become a subchapter S, and what that allows you to do is to save money on payroll taxes, not avoid payroll taxes, but save money on them because if you're not a subchapter S and you just file a Schedule C, if you have $100,000 in income, you pay 15.3% in self-employment taxes. If you're a Subchapter S, you could do a reasonable salary and the difference between the profit of 100000 and the salary, that's the amount you could save on taxes. So that's what I specialize in. I specialize working with clients to make sure they take a reasonable salary, to make sure that payroll taxes are paid on time, and to make sure they have an income tax paid in through their withholding, so at the end of the year when they do their personal tax return, they don't owe them any money.
0: So if they elect to be a Subchapter S, it's probably best for them to take some sort of payroll at a, what's considered a reasonable and regular payroll rate,
7: correct? It's, they have to. It's required by the IRS.
0: And if they don't, let's say they're a subchapter S, they're just pulling some money, taking some dividends, how does the IRS get them at the end?
7: I've never seen it happen, but uh, I've heard they could come back and say you didn't take a reasonable amount, and the reasonable amount on 100000 say it was 60000 and now you're have payroll taxes, not just for this year, but the past two years going backwards, and then get hit with fines. And not only that, I always recommend clients, a lot of people are in business with themselves, don't pay themselves. And then when they go to retire, they say, where's my Social Security? Well, if you don't pay into Social Security, you do not get any Social Security.
0: I had heard that the IRS was coming back and disallowing deductions if you're Subchapter S and not taking a reasonable and a regular payroll and also they were charging at the end of the year if you put a lump sum in for income tax they were charging you for not correctly withholding throughout the year your thoughts have you heard about anything like this
7: i have not heard that but as we all know the irs needs money and they're going to try to get it
0: awesome don you're smiling you've got something what do you got
2: uh, no, I just think it's a, it's a great topic. I do have another question, actually. If, so if somebody is just starting out, and we talked about the software, do you go in, will you help them, say, set up and, you know, this is the way we want things done, setting up accounts and all that stuff. Some of that can be overwhelming in the very beginning. Great question. For especially, you know, somebody yes. who hasn't done it before. So will you go in yeah. and kind of, say, hold their hand and, and get them all set up as the proper way to do all their entries and, and put it all together?
7: That's the ultimate way to do things because a lot of times clients try doing things on their own. At the end of the year, I'll get a profit and loss, and basically I have to take that profit and loss and re-engineer it. And say, okay, these loans for your car alone is not an expense. Paying your doctor's bills called medical expense is not an expense. And I have to take it. I basically export to Excel, and I manipulate it to make it a real profit and loss. So if they want a snapshot of what their business is doing, that would not be the way to go about doing it.
0: How many customers have you seen that have kind of gotten bitten because they didn't take proper payroll and then they came back looking for PPP money?
7: <laughs> Very good question. That, that happened a lot where people go, how come I can't get PPP money? How come I can't get this? And, and even to take it a step further, if you have kids, you get better credits if you have payroll. You get a health insurance deduction if you have payroll. You, there's so many benefits of taking payroll that people don't understand. So the amount of money that might cost you you might get back in tax credits.
0: Richard, what advice would you have for anybody just starting out, starting a business or running a small business? What advice would you have for them?
7: The very first thing I would just find somebody who specializes in small business accounting and speak to them first and just do things proper from day one. And A lot of people try to cut corners, as Dawn asked the question, do they do that on their own? A lot of people do it on their own to cut corners to save money. At the end of the day, it's going to cost them money.
0: Richard, if somebody wanted to reach out to you directly, ask you questions, pick your brain, use your service, how do they get to you?
7: Uh, very easy. Just um, I'm very um, easy to deal with and you know I'm not very formal. So you just call me at 561-642-7008.
0: And you have a website?
7: I do. It's accountant com. Fantastic.
0: Very good. Richard, we appreciate you being here with us, giving us some great advice for our listeners. And you're a good man, and we're hoping that you'll be able to help some people out that have questions. All
7: right, thank you. Have a great Saturday. Thanks
0: thank you so
2: much. Thank Richard. you, Richard.
5: When it comes to health coverage, you want solid value from a trustworthy company you can rely on. Florida Blue offers Medicare Advantage plans that can help you get more out of your health coverage. And don't you want more? Call Apple Insurance at 888-MY-BLUE-8 today to speak to a licensed agent about your Medicare Advantage options. That's 888-MY-BLUE-8. Apple Insurance and Florida Blue. Call 888-MY-BLUE-8 today.
4: Florida Blue is an independent license of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. WGP Insurance Services. Most people don't know. When your workers' comp coverage is canceled or lapses, your insurance carrier notifies the state of Florida you have no coverage. They make it really easy for the state to find you. The state will find you too. Please make sure you are covered. Fine start at 1000 dollars They have the right to order you to show your bank statements and all related documents. It is cheaper and easier to get the most affordable coverage with no money down. Call 561 561- 953-2007. Good morning, folks.
0: This is Alan Bornstein, Secret to My Success. Thank you for being with us at this ungodly hour on Saturday morning. We are here with Luis Salisea. He is our lead in Passion to Profit, and he has a very special guest with us this
8: morning. Luis, please introduce your guest. Luis Salazar here, and we're introducing Big Mo Vaughn, Big Diesel. Uh Happy to have you here on the show, Mo, and uh, I know it was uh, a little bit with your family issues, but uh, we're very, very happy to, that you can join us this morning and talk about your success.
9: Well, great to great to be with you guys. You know, Luis, we've been friends for a long time, playing in Boston, played in in Anaheim. You know, we know each other very well, so it's 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 always good to get on the line with you.
8: Thank you, Mo. Um, let's not talk too much about baseball. You know, I know we had a great career. I know you. You know, we we really uh, we were guys that we follow you. But uh, I know you are a great business person. And after your career, you decided to go into business. And in in the next five to seven years, where do you see yourself in the business world?
9: Well, look, I've been very very fortunate. You know, I retired in two thousand four. Uh, with the Mets landing
8: in New York City.
9: I was able to start a affordable housing company there um, basically in 2004, before we produced our first 289 units. You know, we now have 17,000 units across 11 states. Wow. Um, wow. 800 plus employees. We've probably done aggregate of three and a half billion dollars in construction. And it's just one of those things, you know, we're we're a full-service shop. Um, We do our own management security. Also, you know, we do our own tax credits with our own syndications. So we're a full-service, affordable housing shop. It's probably been the most rewarding thing that I've gotten into, you know, since retirement. Retirement's tough. You know, you and I both know that. Oh, yeah. And when you retire, you know, and I retired at 33 years old, I had an injury. I really didn't know what I was going to be or what my next move or who I was, what I was doing. You know, you, you hear these, these stories all the time. Um, and I was a very, very fortunate to see a concept. I was living in Columbus, Ohio, and I learned this concept with some other people. I was able to bring it back to my attorney. And that's how Omni New York LLC was formed. And we're just very proud to be affecting, you know, the less fortunate, so to speak, or, you know, you know, you know, subsidized housing. We're proud to be one of the leaders across the country, just providing quality, affordable housing to to people. It's it's crucial in their upbringing, especially. You know, I'm from the Northeast, so you know, you have New York, New Jersey, the metropolises where this stuff is needed, so it's 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 been very rewarding for me.
8: That's awesome,
0: That's awesome. So, Mo, this is Alan. Most of us who watch sports have some sort of mentor, somebody that we we emulated, we wanted to follow. Tell me about your business mentor. Who do you think really guided you to where you are today and all the things that you've done off the field?
9: You know, my partner and I am in New York LFC. Um, he's four years younger than me. He's a Russian cat out of Brooklyn, New York. He was his name is Eugene Schnur, lawyer, attorney. He was a mergers and acquisition attorney. We we came together. We were brought together, um, on some other deals that us athletes really shouldn't do. And he was able to give me the points of, you know, when you want to put your money into something, you want to see it, you want to be able to touch it, you know, and, and his big things was you want to have brick and mortar. You want to go up and actually touch something, you know, and that's how the whole real estate uh uh opportunity came about. Um we wanted to have things in our life that we can see and grow and they appreciated. Real estate is, is 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 one of the best, if not the best, type of business to get into. And we were lucky to get into it with the help of Michael Bloomberg Um, You know, when that started, uh, and it's just one of those things where I was lucky to find a very good guy, a very trustworthy guy, and a very, very smart guy to latch on to and teach me the ways and teach my, you know, there's three of us involved, and, you know, we've been together for, you know, almost 20 years now, and we'll continue to do stuff together. So I was very, very fortunate as an athlete to find trust, to find a very, very hard worker, and also to find the knowledge at the same time. And and I struck, you know, goal with that. So I was very, very lucky.
8: Mo, I listened to your story and and things you're saying, and it's so rewarding to hear that because so many athletes fall into the, onto the other way, you know, onto the other side, where they, they, they get involved in businesses that are not, Profitable, and 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 then the other side is the one that's making the money. And I think you you were lucky, you were very fortunate to hit, or to meet the right people. But at the same time, I know in baseball we have a ch- we struggle, you know, and and we always find a way to, to fight out of that. And this is a different question. Um, do you have any struggles with that? Did you you know? How do you get out of? That? I mean, did you find what was the difficulties? When you got in, any, if you had any difficulties going into this business,
0: well, let me let me rephrase. What is the biggest challenge you faced, and how did you overcome it in your business?
9: I think the biggest challenge that any athlete face is when you walk into the room, are they going to look at you as an athlete or not?
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very. True. And I
9: think, and I think, your presentation, your professionalism, all those things, you know, are very very key with having success, you all know that first, you know, you know, there's what do they always say. What's, what's the phrase, you know, you know, you, you never get a shot to do it again. You never get a shot to make a, the first impression again. Yes. And that was key to walking in, being on time. Listen, you know, Luis, you know, we have like a, you know, batting practices, getting ready for batting practice. is was like a three hour window. Yes. In business, you know, if you're on time, you're late. And those are the little things that I had to learn about being ready, being prepared, looking the part. I had to change my wardrobe into more of a, a business business wardrobe. Um, and I think the biggest thing that I did was I knew I wanted to be in for, for affordable housing. I knew what real estate was, but I really didn't understand the intricacies of it until after three years. So what I did was I kept my mouth closed and I listened because I didn't want to ever act like I was saying something that I thought I knew, but I really didn't know. And you're trying to make a first impression and you look like a fool. (laughs)
2: Because
9: as, 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 as athletes going into, take the time to, to, to close your mouth, open your ears and listen and learn. So when you finally do get a chance to interject, maybe after four or five years, you know what you're talking about.
8: Well, it's like it's like anything. You know, we spend all our hours or our times working in our craft. You know, in our skills. As a business person, you do the same thing, but on the other side. So, as an as an entrepreneur, it's really difficult for you to come in into a room. The guys have been doing it for 30 years, and really think you know more than they do. So, I think you know the the approach and the the, the greatest advice you can give somebody is that. Am I correct?
9: Correct. Just just listen, learn, have some humility. Realize, you know, where you are, what you're trying to do, and, 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 and try to learn, you know, the, 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 the intricacies of, of whatever you're trying to, to, to get involved with. You must know, you must know it, you must be able to evaluate it at some point, and, 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 and understand the process for people to respect you.
0: Mo, this is Alan again. Some great advice that could be used for anybody, whether a former athlete or anybody just going to start their own business. And we really, really appreciate your time today. We need to wrap it up, but I just wanted to give you a a few seconds to talk about your academy, your baseball academy, because you haven't totally left the sport. Why don't you just tell us briefly what's going on there?
9: You know, we always look for, you know, where are places in society? Very, very lucky to play Major League Baseball for got 13 years of service. I was very, very lucky to get into affordable housing, you know, at our 19th, 20th year, 20th year of success right now. But I think for me, the, 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 the the most rewarding part is, you know, I got a son that's, you know, nine years old now. Um, and I started coaching him at five years old. And I think when I finally got back on the field and started coaching these young people, and giving them all the information and knowledge that Luis and I and other players have, have given us and what we know. And I think just getting back on the field and doing that is is, is the greatest reward for me now. And I have, you know, Vaughn Sports Academy. It's an academy, a full-service shop. We have strength and conditioning, and we can hit and run. We can coach and, you know, teach anybody uh, the game, all aspects of the game. Right here off of Exit 50, off of 95, off Congress Avenue. Do you have a website? Um, The website is com. You know, the address is 2624 Northwest 6th Avenue, Boca Raton, 33487. But this is where I go every day, and I'm able to give young men and women and kids and boys and girls Knowledge of the game. And for me, that's where I am in my life. I'm very, very happy. I got a, you know, a, a, a conduit to work with my son consistently and work together all the time. So for me, this is where I'm at. I'm very, very fortunate to be here after the, the successes that I've had throughout my life.
0: And well we're very fortunate to have you here with us this morning. We appreciate it. Louis, wrap it up and thank you so much for your time.
8: No, I, I just want to say that thank you, Mo, for being here. Uh, this is a great message to a lot of those uh, athletes or former athletes that want to get into business. Uh, listen to Mo's message. Uh, can't do it any better and be successful as you are. And I'm, uh, I'm one of your uh, competitors. I've been to his facility, state class facility, uh, say of the art. Guys, if you kind of want to learn the game, but one of the best, that's where you need to be.
0: Thank you again, Mo. Appreciate it. All right, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Diesel. All right, brother, see you later. All right.
4: Thanks for listening to The Secret to My Success on Legends 100.3. Tune in next week for more from Alan, George, Lewis, and their spectacular guests. Find the secret to your success.